Welcome to the Ideal Investor Show. This is the podcast where we help you challenge your mindset and discover where you are. Tired of stories about other people's success? We can help you change your life, determine your time freedom point and join us on the journey to financial success. Let's go. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Ideal Investor Show. And today I want to talk to you a little bit about this news that is coming up and has been kind of like a drumbeat a little bit in the last couple of years, especially in the more conservative media. And that has to do with migration. And I don't mean the illegal immigration, you know, like people coming over the border from Mexico. I mean, internal in the country, totally normal migration of people who say, okay, I'm living in this particular location and I want to find a different place to live. And the way the media is addressing it, you know, there are these little funny stories, you know, you're talking to the CEO of U-Haul or Penske and ask them, you know, how is your business going and what are the vast majority of uh, transactions you do, you know, where people rent a U-Haul truck to move their stuff from one place to the next. And you hear that, you know, they make great business for people leaving like Washington State, the Seattle area, or people leaving pretty much all the kinds of different major metropolitan areas in California and so forth. And obviously, then the next question is, where are they actually going? And I'm not sure if anybody who is listening to today's episode is in that position where you are considering to move from the location and the state you're in right now to another location. But I want to bring up one thing that is important to consider. Now, most people know that I've lived for the vast majority of time in California and California is known for very high taxes on pretty much anything. Your income tax, your um, sales tax, your, you know, like if you have more than, you know, average money according to what they decide is average or not average, you have to pay additional tax. And if you have a really expensive property, I mean, I don't, but, you know, if you had a property that's worth $5 million, which is not unheard of, if you had something pretty uh, well-priced, like let's say 10, 15 years ago, and you look at the price appreciation, you may not have even done much and you got to a property that is 5 million. Now they want to actually in the Los Angeles area tax you extra for anything that you get out of a sale above 5 million, right? So all these kind of shenanigans about what is a, a way or new ways or whatever they come up with to gain more tax income. Well, so a lot of people, hundreds of thousands in the last few years have said, okay, I want to migrate to another state and favorite states are like Arizona, Nevada, Florida and Texas and Tennessee to some extent. And part of the reason why people are intrigued to go to these states, assuming that they can do their work from pretty much anywhere or find a new job in the new location, is that these states don't have state income tax. I mean, if you think about it, if you're in, in a better income uh, um, bracket in California, that's the, up to 13.3%. That's on top of your federal income tax. Right? So that's a pretty substantial portion that you wouldn't have to pay if you move to Texas or you move to Florida and stuff. But what I want you to be aware of, especially in the context of real estate, and this is also part of the reason why I've always been hesitant to buy anything in Texas especially is because they have by far the highest property taxes in the country. And even though the governor of Texas just at the end of 2023 passed a rule or law for a local state law that is limiting 
the property tax and the property tax increases, the way they wrote the law is still in such a way that property taxes for people who have properties are still going up. And they're already at a really ex uh, extended level. And what's problematic is, as you know, if you know a little bit about real estate, is that the basis from which property taxes are calculated is always on the value of the property at the point of the last sale. So if you move from somewhere in California, you had a property and you made a good profit and you sold it and now you have money to go and buy a, a similar or even better property in Texas, the issue is that at that price that you pay for that property, that's what the basis for your property taxes is going to be. One thing, by the way, I want to warn you about, sometimes you see these calculations where somebody says, okay, show me the property tax bill for this property and the last adjustment may have been two years ago right and so you see the property tax bill let's say is ten thousand dollars a year but that was based on the previous value plus any kind of increases for two years ago so when you do your purchase let's say the previous value was two hundred fifty thousand dollars and you buying it for three hundred fifty thousand dollars sometime in the next year or so When the tax readjustment is happening, the tax assessor will see, okay, this property has recently been sold for $350,000 and then that will be your new tax basis. And that's what your property taxes will be calculated based on. So you might think, okay, this $10,000 and I take account in that and I know that that costs me something like $850 a month extra for property taxes. And then you will be shocked when you suddenly get a property tax bill that's $15,000. And it's not that they really increase the taxes by 50%, but they base the new taxes, those $15,000, on the much higher price that you paid for the property because obviously all the houses got more expensive, so the price you paid is competitive. But still, it's way higher than what the previous tax base was based on. So that's one thing, right? Like, so you might have a big jump. The other thing is when people say, okay, well, I'm moving. And one of the big triggers is I want to avoid state income tax. Like I just said, 13% or something like that in California. You want to ask yourself, how much more, if at all, do I pay in property tax in Texas? And how much is it going to increase year over year? How do they actually calculate that? So in some cases, reasons why people used to consider Texas and then ended up going to Tennessee or they ended up going to Florida or they may even end up going to a state that has a little bit of state income tax, but the, the balance between state income tax and property tax might still end up being better. So my message to you is, If you are in this situation for yourself and you're looking to move to a state to lower your taxes and maybe live in general in a different state with different rules and a different atmosphere, please do the calculation across all different things and put the right basis values in. Now, for us as real estate investors, I also want to caution you, and this is, like I said earlier, why I have not really invested in like single family or duplex properties in Texas, is because I have seen their taxes, their property taxes, go up so substantially that it is very hard, at least right now, to make any positive cash flow, which is the main reason for our out-of-state investing strategy. right? And and the thing about it is property taxes in the in the nice 
desirable cities or areas around cities like Houston or Dallas or Fort Worth or Austin or San Antonio, those kind of places, where you also know that you will have a good number of people who would want to rent your property, the prices for the properties have exploded in the last few years. And with it, obviously, the property taxes have exploded. But what hasn't exploded equally, at least so far from my calculation, is that when you take all the costs, including the property tax, into consideration, and then you hold on the other side the rent income that you can make, it just doesn't give you positive cash flow. And one thing that I want to put in here as a little cautionary thing is some people might say, well, that's okay because the value is increasing. Well, I think a lot of these locations that I just mentioned have because of that influx and because of all those circumstances really started to overbuild their amount of uh, available real estate. So I wouldn't necessarily assume automatically at the levels that we have reached now that appreciation will be there for the next few years, especially at this high interest rate uh, level that we're at. So as you can see, all these things that ultimately determine the performance of your investment have to be balanced across multiple aspects. So you want to ask yourself, what's the interest rate if I finance? What's the price? What's the rent level? And what is the expected economic development and the current environment of supply and demand? When you take all those into consideration, and I've done it multiple times because I oftentimes see really kind of interesting looking offers, they just haven't calculated out. Now, admittedly, there's a huge difference between looking for a property as an investment and looking for a property as a residence. But even for a residence, I would say, do all the calculations and figure out what the real true impact is. And I would assume you would not just move because you want to save state income tax. But if that's an important motivator for you, then really do the full calculation. And as an investor, also look at all these different variables to see is Texas really a good state or is Tennessee better or is Ohio better or some other states where the performance from day one is just better. So that's what I wanted to do uh, across and uh, basically put it a little bit in this context of constantly hearing about migration. So if you want to generate passive income, you have to take all these different variables into consideration to make sure that you only invest in deals that pencil from day one. And I obviously be very happy to help you. We have providers who have these kind of deals. We have members in our community that invest in these kind of deals. So if you're not yet a member in our coaching and mentoring program or in our referral list, then please go to idealinvestorshow.com, find the button to book a call and let's have a conversation and we can see if I can refer you to some of the folks that we are working with or if you like more advice and help and join our program. So I look forward to talk to you for today. That's it. Be well, stay safe and I'll talk to you tomorrow.